Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you doing? This is Simon Scholes here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Thank you very much, as always, for joining me. Uh, today, as always, we're going to be listening to the audio back from this morning's Days Confused and Generally Buggered, which is my daily live video, which I'm putting out all the time at the moment to try and help answer your social media and video questions that you have uh, burning inside you right now during this craziness that we're all called lockdown and COVID-19. Uh, don't forget, if you are interested, you can sponsor the live daily broadcast and all the content that comes from it, including this podcast, uh, for a weekly basis. So please do get in touch if you're interested in that. My email address is in the section below. And without further ado, shall we get started? The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. Good evening how are you diddling excellent me too thank you very much for asking plenty of vitamin d today so feeling on top of the world uh, just checking we're live everywhere we are and um, so yes welcome to another episode of dazed and confused a sunday night sunday roast sunday special lots of sundays in there um and yeah as always i'm simon skulls I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios, this company right here, and we are an award-winning visual marketing agency based in the UK, and we help brands and businesses create content that really helps them stand out on their social media visually. So that could be video, animation, aerial work, photography, graphics, all sorts of kind of stuff. We take people all the way through the whole creative process from what we're going to create to creating it to actually putting it out there and making sure it's performing well for you as well and all the other bits and pieces that go in between. However, a few years ago, it became quite obvious to me that not every brand, not every business necessarily had the budget to create that kind of content. So what did I do instead? I came up with the how to nine times your social media process, which is a process you can go through yourself and create content for your brand, for your business for free. My favorite four letter word. I am a Yorkshireman. I like things for free. Don't necessarily like giving away stuff for free and I still do it, but free is my favorite four letter word. So if you want to know how to create more content for yourself, basically watch these live videos on a daily basis. Hopefully you'll get something from there that will get you inspired to creating content or give you an idea of getting over yourself a little bit so that you can create more content, whatever it may be. And every single day, I'm answering your questions as well. So whatever questions you have about social media, about video, feel free to drop them into the comments right now on whatever platform that you're watching on, be it Instagram Live, where we've just had uh, Suzanne Bourne join us, or whatever the other channels, whoever's watching right now, or on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Facebook, in a couple of places as well. And we're also streaming live on the Perception Studios website too. So we're in a few places. So fingers crossed we're not missing out on anybody who could potentially be consuming this content, except for LinkedIn, because they still haven't allowed me to go live on LinkedIn yet. They just don't like me. I'm not loved there. Anyway, so today, what are we going to be talking about? Uh, the main subject matter today is trolls. It's the big thing that stops a lot of people from creating content. Now, I am not by any stretch of the imagination a mindset coach. I'm not here to preach that to you, but I am going to give you what I choose, how I choose to approach trolls, how I generally kind of beat them into submission. And I've seen other stuff in the past and recently as well from people who not necessarily trolls, but have approached different things in different ways along the troll kind of line. So we'll talk about that as well. 
And we've got a few questions that have come in already as well, so we'll answer those too. Okay, so trolls. What is a troll, first of all? A lot of people not too sure what they might be. Um, so whatever social media channel you're on, a troll is somebody who will dive in there and say something about the content that you're creating, whether it's your crap or what you do, or whether it's some other kind of derogatory remark, whether it's on your appearance or how you sound or what have you, that is essentially a troll. Somebody who dives in onto the content, be it video, could be on Twitter, could just be a written piece, could be your blog, could be an Instagram post, whatever it might be, and they're just trying to get a rise out of you, just trying to cause a little bit of hurt through their words. And that's kind of where I want to begin. So why do people troll? Is the, is, the, is the first thing to look at. When somebody is trolling you, and we probably all will get a troll at some point or another uh, in our content creation careers, whether you go astronomic and have a huge career as an influencer in, um, in social media or whether you just create content for your brand, your business, and it's smaller and trinkles along, you'll still probably get a troll somewhere along the lines. And you've got to remember that their life is so mundane they're going through so much hurt or pain from something else right now that they have taken time out of their day to troll your content. They they are in that mindset of, I'm going to watch somebody's content and then, to make matters worse, I'm going to comment on it and tell them how shit they are. That's how bad their life is right now, that they feel they need to do that in the first place. There are some trolls who are actually really quite funny, um, and I've seen them in the past, and actually some bigger creators um, that I've been friends with in the past have actually kind of become friends with the trolls because they're quite funny and humorous in some of the stuff they say. But a lot of trolls are just out there to really get a rise out of you, upset you, hurt you, whatever it might be. So you've got to remember that they're having a really bad day. If you think you're having a bad day after getting that one comment, imagine how bad they, their day actually is. I don't know the maths. I think it's about 18,000, isn't it, seconds in a day or something like that or more, whatever it might be. Um, so it's more than that, isn't it? I don't, know. I don't know how many seconds are in a day, but it's a lot. So imagine the amount of seconds that it's taking you to read that comment. Are you going to allow that to piss you off for the rest of those seconds? There's a lot more of the day left over than just the pillock who's just trolled you and, and told you you've got a funny hairstyle. Who cares? Who, who really, really, who gives a damn what Billy Bob 27 really has got to say? You really you really shouldn't care. So that's the, the first point. And I know it's a lot easier said than done to not care what people have to say about you. But this is from my viewpoint. Like I say, I'm not a mindset coach. And there are other coaches out there who will help you overcome this kind of fear because I think it kind of ties itself well into the fear of perfection and also what I feel is knobhead syndrome for a lot of people because a lot of people will kind of get over knobhead syndrome, effectively imposter syndrome, where you don't feel you are an expert in your field and why, what do you have to say? Why should people listen to what it is that you've got to say? But you overcome it a little bit and you post a piece of content and then someone says something derogatory and it just gets all those synapses firing off again and you start going, oh, well, maybe they're right. Maybe I am crap. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Why am I posting stuff? Because it was already there in the first place and you've kind of overcome it a little bit, but you've posted something. But I work on the pure ethos. It is none of my business what anybody else thinks of me. Because the fact of the matter is, who gives a damn what somebody else might think of me? 
they're not my audience. If they don't like what it is I've got to say, or they don't like how it is I've got to say it, they are not my audience. They are not the people who I am trying to appeal to and trying to talk to. So the chances of us ever working together are slim to none anyway. So what difference does it make that they're upset about something that I've said, as long as it's not like out there horrible, but they're not they're not happy about something that I've said about a certain type of social media or not buying courses or what have you? Who cares? Because they're not my audience. And even better still, if somebody comments on your content and tells you how crap you are and they're not your audience, they have not only taken their time to increase your algorithm interaction by actually watching your content, but they've probably thumbs it down, increasing it again, and they've commented. So you've got all three segments there. They've watched your content, they've commented on it, and they've thumbs it up or thumbs it down if it's a video. Or they've maybe even shared the content so that they can comment on it or retweeted it or whatever. They've commented on it on LinkedIn. And, and obviously, when you comment on stuff on LinkedIn, the whole of their audience gets to see it. So, yeah, you've got you've got to remember all of these different, different things. This is how I approach trolls. This is what I think of, of, of trolls. Um, and obviously, there are different ways of approaching it. Other people will just ignore them completely. And if they get regular contact from that person, they'll just block them. Me personally, when somebody comments something derogatory on my content, I go in there and kill them with kindness. So I'll dive in, and it'll be some along the lines of, oh, thanks ever so much. It's great that you commented, um, whatever. I, I don't know. It depends on what the comment is. But I, I try to kill them with kindness. I try to just piss them off by the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm a nice guy. Hopefully I'm a nice guy. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of how I approach um, my, my trolls, if I ever get any trolls. <clears throat> um, absolutely. Yara, who's watching on um, Twitter right now on Periscope, saying, hi, good morning. And it is all about the positive vibes. Absolutely. It's all about being positive. Even if people are trolling you and they're being a negative, negative Nelly, just dive in there. Kill them with some positive kindness. Just the, the, There's something else going on there that makes them feel the need to actually troll. Um, and there was a great piece of content recently that my friend put out, uh, John Lovell, um, and we started Perception Studios together, actually, and he's a voiceover now and doing his own thing, but um, he put out a great piece of content, and it was it's not trolling as such, but you know these emails that you get where people are trying to fraud you and get your bank account details or what have you well he responded to one of them and then he responded back and then they started chatting and actually john got this guy on an, on a phone call and recorded it on video with the guy's permission obviously and it was all about why he does what he does and and actually breaking it down and i think that's the same with a lot of trolls is there's a reason behind why they're doing it it's not anything to do with your content in the first place unless potentially there may be a competitor and they're just a little bit jealous about what it is that you do. For example, I've been going live every single day. The other day, I posted something on Instagram asking, should I keep doing the Instagram live content? All the people who like it and are people who are small businesses and that kind of stuff, yes, please do keep doing it. All the no's were other social media agencies who'd gone onto my stories and taken time out of their day to interact with it, pushing it out to a wider audience because the algorithm sees interaction and say no. Don't keep doing the live broadcasts. I mean, how sad is that? I just think, oh, brilliant. Okay, you've got my content out to more people. And it made me laugh because all the no's were from social media agencies. I don't care. Whatever. 
whatever. Um, and yes, here we go. Um, Yara is saying, love is love and hate is hate. Just remember that the rule is hard to be in between. It absolutely is. If you're caught in, caught in the, the, the crossfire, um, it's it's not nice. It's not nice getting trolls, but you've just got to step back, take a think about why that is there trolling, and remember that ethos of it's none of my business, what anybody else thinks of me, and also that they're commenting on your content. They're helping the algorithm push it out further. Whatever platform it's on, be it Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, uh, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're posting your content and somebody trolls, they are helping your content reach a wider audience. So who cares? Who cares? Um, so, yes, that's my point of view. That's how I deal with it. Um, if you want to deal it in a, in a different way, that's absolutely fine and dandy. Uh, Ed, for example, um, says he likes blocking trolls. It's one of his favorite things to do. Um, th the problem is, Ed, though, you do create content for Leeds United, so you're probably going to get quite a lot of trolls. Um, that's me blocked now as well, probably. Um, so, yeah, but that's how I approach trolls, and I think it's fairly positive way of, of approaching them try to kill them with kindness try to interact more with them because remember as well the more they interact back with you on the content the better the algorithm sees the interaction rates going up and just yeah just keeps pushing you up further and further and further so if you can get like a full-blown conversation going brilliant quit in uh, anyway right shall we move on on to your questions if you've got any questions today as always whatever platform it is that you're watching on stick them in the comments i'll get to see them either on the screen right here or on instagram live right here i've also had a few comment uh, questions already come in which we're going to answer uh, right now and um, the reason by the way i was chatting about trolls today is because one of my questions that came in was about trolls and the question was how do i draw the line between constructive criticism and not letting others opinions affect me so in a roundabout way that's kind of how i would deal with it kill those trolls off with a bit of kindness okay next question or first question even today um has come through from an anonymous person is how do i get started on social media get started um it's a bit of an open question um are you if you're starting personally um and just because so many people start social media because they think they're going to be the next big influencer start making loads of money through brand deals and all that kind of stuff and loads of money through google and the fact that they play pay adsense out on youtube and stuff if you think that's going to be you fine i'm not going to say it's not because it could be it's not likely, but it could be. Um, you just get started. Find the platform that you want to create content on and start creating content, and then start telling other platforms that that content exists. Because creating a video on YouTube does not automatically mean everybody on the planet will know that that content is there. You've got to tell people that content exists. So then you need to start thinking about building your brand on other platforms, so on Instagram, on um, Twitter, on TikTok, on Snapchat, on Facebook, start building your brands on those platforms as well so that when you put a piece of content out on YouTube and you tell everybody on those different platforms, my latest video is out, go and check it out. And for those who haven't already rang, uh, click the alarm bell so that they're told about the content being live straight away, then they will go and have a look at it because they are your audience. You've already built a brand and an audience on other social media channels. So for me, it's just kind of a case of get started. However, if you are looking to build a brand or a business, you work for a business or you own a business, and or you are a brand or you work for a brand, 
the way to get started is to know who you're going to be talking to in the first place. I, I think I say this just about every single live session I do. Know your avatar. Know who your ideal client is. If you don't know who your ideal client is, you are on a hiding to nothing. You're going to create content for Bob when you should be co creating content for Wendy. And that's how, in plain terms, simple it is. You need to know who you're talking to. Are you talking to Bob? Are you talking to Wendy? Are you talking to Wendy's mate, Mandy, who actually has three kids and lives in Wolverhampton and is a former beautician and likes to go on holiday in Spain? And then you know all about this person, so then you can actually create content specifically to them. But not only that, you know where they're hanging out because you know who they are. So you can go find them on those platforms, follow them, get them to follow you, and then start talking to them on those platforms about that particular product or expertise that you have. You see, you've got to take it back to the basics, and that's how you get started on that front. Um, so hopefully that answers your question on both sides, Anonymous. Fingers crossed it has. Um, hello to Miles, who's just joined us uh, on Instagram. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Paula has a question for me. One second, let's just see if there's any other questions anywhere else. Um, Ed is watching drunk. Brilliant. That's what we like to hear. It has been a glorious afternoon. So if anybody's had a, a couple of shandies, I don't blame you. Um, Paula asks, what's the how to nine times social media process that you go on about? Okay, the easiest way is for you to go and download the book. So I have a book. It's completely free at the moment. This isn't a sales pitch. Um, you can get it completely free on the How to Nine Times Your Social Media group on Facebook. I'm going to put the link into the comments on all the platforms except for Instagram. Sorry, but I will put it on Instagram uh, in the description box after the live is finished. So you can go and click on it there. Um, and basically, this group is where I have people come and hang out. We talk about social media. We ask different questions. I post short-form videos taken from these live videos as well. Um, and the top link on there is my former number one book, How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And when you click on that, you can download it for free. Basically, you fill in some details. You say yes or no as to whether you want to hear from me ever again. You don't have to ever hear from me again, or you can hear from me again and sign up for my newsletter. But if you don't ever want to hear from me again, say no, and you still get the book for free. And basically, what that does is takes you through the whole process of what I do with my clients to help them start creating content. It begins with the avatar. I don't talk you through that, but begins with the avatar, takes you into marketing plans and how you should look to plan your content to make it easier for yourself. This whole process is about making it easy for yourself. It's not the only way of doing marketing, but it's just a way to help you make it easy for yourself as you go forward. Then it's about blogging. Then it's about going live. Then it's about downloading that live video. Then it's about what else you can do with that live video. It's about visuals and images that you can use it's about taking audio off it and turning it into podcast and all the different elements that go to make making content work on different platforms so if you'd be interested in that and want to download it feel free it's there for you it won't cost a penny it's written how i speak so if you like how i talk and it feels a little friendly and that kind of stuff it's written exactly the same way as i speak so download it check it out some of it is a little bit blue shall we say and a bit in your face but i think sometimes that's kind of needed um so yeah so there you go fingers crossed um that's uh that's gonna that's gonna work for you um okay let's have a look here see what other questions we've got uh, emma uh, what does it mean when my video's got 200 impressions on facebook okay 
um, impressions has kind of changed a little bit, but I know what you mean. Basically, it means how many eyeballs have seen it, how many people have seen that post. It does not mean how many people have watched that post. Okay? That is a totally different analytic. When you see that it says 200 people have impressed, it's an impression of 200 people, it basically means that 200 people who are potentially either following your group that you've posted the video in, or friends of yours, if you post it on your personal page, wherever you've posted it, have scrolled past and could potentially have stopped and watched it. So they haven't, or not necessarily they haven't, but it doesn't say whether they have or not, but it's when somebody's doing that and they have seen your post as they are scrolling. It's gone through their feed, okay? So 200 people have seen that video. Then you need to go back and see how many people have actually watched it, how many people have watched it for more than three seconds, and so on and so forth. You can get really clever with retargeting of video when you put money behind stuff because actually what you can do is say, right, okay, I want you to watch my video. Thank you very much. A lot of people watch it all the way through, but then about 20% um, of the people who started watching it get halfway through. And then you can create a retargeting ad campaign that will go, hi, I noticed you only got halfway through my video. Would you like to watch the rest of it? And it's an actual advert that's saying, I know you only got this far. Would you like to see the rest of it? That's where the best stuff is. And then draw them into watching the rest of the video. It's really clever um, and really simple stuff. Um, but yeah, that's an, that's another step on. But yeah, 200 impressions just means 200 people have seen it, but not necessarily watched it. Hopefully that helps, Emma. Let's have a look, see if we've got anything here. Uh, <clears throat> let's have a look. Uh, Miles bought himself a drone, got, got, got damaged, unfortunately. That's uh, very sad. Get it sent back, get a new one sent, um, especially if the post office have damaged it. Anyway, right, on to the questions. Uh, Chris um, from Rossbrook Accountants, if you do have a question, let me know what business you're from as well. It'll get a little bit of a mini shout-out. Not as good as if you're sponsored, dazed and confused but uh, still not bad all the same. Uh, so Chris at Rossbrook Accountants, is it better to post videos direct onto LinkedIn or post a link from a video hosted on YouTube? 100% native content, always. If a platform has the ability for you to do something natively, do it natively, whatever it might be. And that goes for video as well. It will perform a lot better. If you can now, on LinkedIn, you can upload a thumbnail. You never used to be able to do that, but now you can upload a thumbnail to go with the video, and you can add captions to it as well while you're uploading. You can't add either of those things after the event, but while you're uploading, you can upload a thumbnail, and you can upload subtitles effectively as well to your content. So always, 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 no matter what platform you're on, be it LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, wherever it is, upload natively to that page it, the, the websites do not like you dragging people off their website to go somewhere else because they're all in competition with each other facebook is slightly different with instagram but even still just don't do it just don't put it into the main bulk of the content when you're using things like hootsuite and buffer and those scheduling tools they still put a little hyperlink saying that you are posting from those particular sites before any of your content. The website sees that and goes, hang on a minute, you're trying to send everybody to Hootsuite. Why are you doing that? We're Facebook. We already have a publishing tool built into our software. Why aren't you using it? Right, for not using it, we're going to punish you and push you right down the feed. 
And it's the same with LinkedIn. Why would you put a link to a YouTube video there when you could upload it natively? It's great to see better figures on the YouTube video, but what you're bothered about is getting the value of the content to the audience. So forget about the vanity metric of a better figure on YouTube and think about how many more people it's likely to hit and give value to on LinkedIn. So 100% load it natively. There are ways around the websites not getting cheesed off about the fact that you're drawing people away from the website. But personally, I'd still always use the native software if it's available. If you want to know the way around it, um, basically put the link in the first comment to the video rather than in the bulk of the content. Or you can also, if it still works, I need to check up on this, but in, back in the day, about two or three months ago, still this was working. You could put an image into the content. That way the platform would see the image as the external HTML link because it, what it does is when you upload an image onto LinkedIn, it in the background gives it an, an extra web link. So it sees that as the web link and then you can put your um, YouTube link in after the event. Do you get what I mean? So you type your description, add your photograph and then add your link to your video. So it's seen the, the photograph as the external link rather than the external link as the external link because I'll only see one, not two. So that we're convoluted, but hopefully that that makes sense. But always 100% go native, Chris, 100%, just native, native, native all the way. Okay, right, let's um, have a quick look, see if um, anybody is diving in anywhere. Not right now on Instagram. And uh, the questions are quiet today on all the other channels. And it doesn't surprise me. I'll be absolutely honest with you. It is a late broadcast today, and um, you are all out enjoying the sunshine. But... No matter what, thank you so much to all of you who have joined me today. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, I've answered some of your questions, uh, helped you uh, get a little bit of value out of this. And uh, don't forget, if you are brand new, please hit the subscribe button, whatever platform you're watching on, be it on Instagram, uh, be it on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, uh, please do hit that follow button, subscribe button. And in the same breath, because it doesn't take much, does it? hit the share button. It's, it just means moving your thumb ever so slightly to one side or moving your mouse just to the right and clicking share. Go on, be a devil. Do that. Share it with your audience. Hopefully they can get some value from it as well. Come and follow the content and fingers crossed we can get even more questions and more value every single live that we do. Okay, right, I'm going to shoot off. Um, dinner is calling uh, and maybe a cocktail or two on the balcony. So I will see you guys tomorrow. It's back to daddy daycare tomorrow, so we will see what happens. But usually around about 11.30 in the morning, he'll go off for a nap and I can come in here and talk to you and have some fun. So I will see you then. Until then, thanks ever so much and stay safe. Have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.